know what it is. This is work in process. Last podcast, we were saying work in progress, but this is work in process with your host, Levi WJ. And this man right here, King it's Chris. It's your boy, Purr. Purr is me, King Chris. Y'all already know what it is. Y'all already know who it is. Y'all ready to talk? Y'all ready to get into this combo? Because we got a lot to talk about today in the podcast. We got a lot to exactly. say. There's yep. so much going on in this world. I just want to start off by saying, how you feeling, Levi? How, how you feeling right now? I'm feeling, I'm feeling all right. I started sleeping with my weighted blanket again. So life is good. Life is really good. Uh, does that work? Like, does that help with sleep? It actually does. It is some life-changing sleep. I feel like a small child when I go to bed. Really? Like, I, I will sleep excellent. I have the weighted blanket. Mm-hmm. Now, in the summertime, it's not the move. That's when, <laughs> that's yeah, when it's, not, it's not. It's not. It's hot. But, like, <laughs> otherwise, yeah. I sweat. <laughs> yeah, I'm not trying to sweat. That is not, that's not it. Mm-mm. No. We ain't trying um, to get no. Yeah, man. Mm. But uh, let's see, let's see what's going on. How's your week been? Let's let's talk about that really quickly. How's the week? Um, it's been pretty good. It's honestly been pretty lit. I mm. got to see my best friend. I haven't seen him in a minute. Linked up with the kids. Saw how he was doing. Um, mm. let's see, making moves. I don't know. Possibly, possibly new date next week. Possibly due date for what? Like a child? No, 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 new, 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 new. New people, new people, Christian. New people, not. Oh, not like that. <laughs> nah, nah. Talk about a due date. You got a nah, kid coming? Nah, nah, nope, 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 nope. I'm not the Virgin oh, Mary. Okay. That is not. That's not what's going on. What is your father? <laughs> Congratulations. Good for you. Uh, this is not episode of Mori. Nope, I am not the father. <laughs> you are not uh, the father. <laughs> no kids here. Nope. That's Good not day. going on. Yeah, but um, I've just been going back. It's been it's been one of those like deep thought type weeks where it's just thinking about stuff. Oh, I got a raise. That was crazy. That's what I got I'm a raise. More money. Yeah, they said I was doing a good job at work. Sometimes I feel like they don't think I do a good job. So I was I was surprised. Like they were like, "Here, man, here's an extra undisclosed amount on your paycheck mm-hmm. a year." It, I mean, I'm not gonna say like back in the day it would be life changing. It still is because it's like mm-hmm. I get sixty extra dollars a check, so it, it's pretty good. Um, but yeah, that that was interesting. What about you, man? Enough about me. Um, my week mm. was good because I got my mm. stimmy. Oh yeah, I, yeah, I got, yeah. Did boy, you blow it all? You. you say it, you blow. Once yeah. I saw that stimulus hit my bank account, I said, "Ooh, let's go shopping. Let's go get some stuff. Ooh, I could buy some food. I could get some clothes." I, I just, yeah. I was just so happy. I was like, "What'd you do? What'd you do with it? What was your?" craziest purchase though my craziest purchase dog i really just the only thing okay so this is how i split it up uh i put money towards my new car that i'm getting um oh, yeah new car you gotta get yeah, car i'm getting a new car get a new car get a new oh, car because somebody hit me with a bitch ass um oh, so did your thing get totaled bro yeah like bro let me tell you check, I, was in, I was in the target parking lot just what? you know my car oh, was in the no. Target parking lot. I was That's in the terrible. store. I Man. come out of the Target um, store. I see that somebody hit my car. And That's I'm just crazy. Like, so y'all just going to hit my car and drive off? That's what we're doing? Bro, people really so, do that all the time. Like, bro, I hope they start. They need to start convicting people for hit and runs. Because, like, if that's the case, I think that would definitely decrease. No, like, they, they really do. So once um 
the process it was a whole process of like yeah. this car situation so then i had to um get my car sell my car um basically and mm-hmm. now i'm putting money towards a new car so that's that's, that's, that's what's going on right now where's she gonna, so, what you gonna get Something good, it. something where the windows work because the window oh, yeah. <laughs> stopped coming down. And I oh, was like, no. what kind of sorcery is to... this? <laughs> I'm like, this is ghetto. Like, I can't, it's hot. Like, I was burning up. Whoever you scorned, they put the evil eye on you, Christian. They were like, I need to put a really practical <laughs> evil eye on your windows. Somebody, don't try, somebody try to destroy me, destroy my life. <laughs> like, who can who like, ride in Atlanta when it's hot and you can't even, put, I mean, the air condition works. Okay, that's good. that's good. It's just like when I'm in the drive-through, I gotta open my door. Like that's ghetto. Oh, jeez, that's ghetto. So yeah, Jeez, that's um, terrible. Yeah, it was terrible. It was embarrassing. Like, who want to talk to a dude who window don't even go down? Like, that's so hey, wet. You know what? You got a car though. Let's be real. Back in the day, you know, I was catching the bus. At least you got yeah, a car. Was. At least you got a car. When that's you catch true. The bus that's true. And there's no Uber. People are like. I go on a date with you. Where, where you gonna pick me up? Well, uh, we we can catch the fifty. That's what we can <laughs> do. <laughs> Boy, uh, ain't no ain't yep. no um bus for me. I, I did that before. Uh, uh-uh. uh, they had too many crackheads. Too too much going on. That was my week. Uh, I got my little stimmy. Put money yeah. towards my car. Put money towards myself, and you know, help my my parents out with their situations. That's um, true. other than that, it was it was been a good week. Uh. Yeah. I need to call Joe again because I need another stimulus. I want some more money. Uncle Joe um, has to come through. Yeah, come on, money bag Joe. Like I, I need my, I need another check. Hey, like, you know what? You... At least you got a check. I, I have not received any, none, zero dollars. So it like, was how, terrible. How did you not get one? Like I, I'm confused well, about it. See, I was a dependent. Like I've been a dependent, and then like this. Yeah, I was a dependent last year, which I mean it made sense because we were broke. <laughs> like again, yeah. three fourths of the year, I was definitely broke. Mm-hmm. But like, they just didn't give any money. And then, long story short, some people in my family make a good amount of money. It's not my money, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But other people make money. So the tax person was just like, ah, you don't need any of that. You're good. So oh, I got you. Yeah. I mean, dog. I mean, yeah. it is what it is. Yeah. But... I'm. I'm alright. I'm just. Just like dang, free money! Like I would love right. some free money. Like right. who don't like free money? <laughs> I love free money. If I can I find free money, I'm I will, and I will take it. Listen me. I'll tell you what, it did top shot, bro. That's pretty much free money right now. I was talking to my friend this weekend with those little mm-hmm. digital cards, bro. Mm-hmm. NBA top shot. That's where it's at, like, bro. Craziest story he told me was he had a friend that. All right, so, you know, it's not even real, like, physical cards. It's virtual cards. Mm. So, like, his friend bought a pack, so that's, like, 200-some-odd dollars. I'm, I'm actually about to start doing it myself because you can sell them for, like, $1,000. And it's like, who doesn't want a free $1,000? Um, like, Yu-Gi-Oh cards or something? Nah, bro, it's not a – no, it's digital. <laughs> I was about to say, it's digital, bro. It's not even real card. But um, I never heard of that. That's cool. Yeah, it's it's, like, NFT stuff. It's pretty cool. But his friend sold a digital card for like eight thousand dollars. Now here's the kicker, though. So at the time he thought he cashed out. Next mm-hmm. week, the person turned around and flipped that card for forty grand. Forty grand for a card? Yep. Craziest cards, not even not even forty grand. It's a hundred thousand dollars. So I'm a little lost with the card. Mm-hmm. Like, what what does the card do? Like, so um, it's like imagine a replay. So instead of like, you know how like trading cards used to have a picture of somebody doing some wild stuff. Like, there's mm-hmm. Jordan trading cards with him dunking, sticking his tongue out. 
Well, mm-hmm. they took that same concept, except for now, instead of it being like a physical card, it's just mm-hmm. you get that you just buy the replay. But there's only so many copies of this replay out there. So that's pretty much it. And there's different. But why different buy the card with the replay on it if you could just go and find that replay on YouTube? Oh, no, no, because it's a trading card. Imagine a digital trading card. That's essentially what it is. That's all it is, is a digital trading card. Okay, so I mean, people do what you do, fam, with your money. Yeah, there's all. Well, I'm just saying, bro, it's crazy though. Like, people mm-hmm. are paying, like, but then think about this though, Christian. We mm-hmm. live in an age in which everything's starting to get like super digital. Yeah. Like, everything. Like, people, we, we pretty much like uh, get a chunk of our day, like a fourth of our day is spent on our phones. So, mm-hmm. imagine like, imagine assets like the NFT stuff, where it's literally these digital paintings like digital pdf paintings are selling for millions mm-hmm. so it's the same principle except for it's trading cards imagine if you could go back to 1980 and get a, a rookie jordan card and just sit on it well this mm-hmm. rookie jordan card well it's not jordan's like lebron and other people like that these mm-hmm. cards they never age they never age you don't have to store them in like a well you do need to store your stuff in a secure spot but mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying there's mm-hmm. no like wear and tear you don't have to temperature control it. So it's it's there. So it's just the okay. same principle. I get that. Yeah. I get that. Yeah. All right, Levi. So what what we got talking about today? What what we discussing? All right. So I was thinking, this I mentioned in the last podcast about like soundtracks. Mm-hmm. So soundtracks to our life. I was thinking about soundtracks to thoughts, like mm-hmm. soundtracks that get you thinking about stuff. So I was mm-hmm. thinking like who's an artist, like I was gonna say like mine, but you can go first. Who's an artist that like positively impacted your mind state, made you start thinking about things, whether it was just like, hey, I'm kind of <laughs> different from like my peers or mm-hmm. just like, oh, that's a different way of thinking about stuff. Like, oh, this is the future. Like, that makes sense. Like, I should start moving differently. Or even like, hey, this is a thought pattern I have here. How about I make this into a positive thing? Yeah. So um, for me, the first person that came to mind was um, SZA. Hmm. And the reason I say SZA is because with her, it's just like her music speaks to me in such a way where when I can't verbalize or vocalize my own thoughts, she's there to like actually put into words and put it into her music and speak Mm -hmm. the things that I'm feeling. So for me, it's like she's somebody that I think of in terms of your question. Same thing, like, with, let's say, like, Drake or Chris Brown. Like, they're oh, yeah, very yeah. creative in a way that they handle their um, their music. They're, they're always switching it up. They're always, like, changing things. They're always bringing something new to the table, which is kind of, like, how I am as a person. Like, yeah. my personality is, you know, it's big, it's lively. But at the same time, like, who I am is, is very random at times. Mm-hmm. Like, one, like, let's let's say with Chris Brown, right? He might have a song where it's like R&B. He might have a song where it's kind of like a reggae type sound or something, um, let's say like Hispanic or something. It's just like always changing. Like reggaeton? Yeah, reggaeton. So uh-huh. same thing with Drake. Like one second he R&B, next second he want to be from New Orleans or something like that. That's so true. it's just like yeah. with them, for me, they're always switching it up. They're always changing because they're always like expressing themselves in different forms. So that's what I initially think of when you um, ask your question. 
Well, who who is that for you though? Like, for what me? artists do you um mm. do you look at in that term? I think like the biggest per- when you start talking about Drake, I always think about like he is one of those people. Like it's funny, I had a whole discussion about Drake with my dad one day. Mm-hmm. My dad hates Drake, but what? Yeah, he doesn't like Drake. Oh, he doesn't like he doesn't what? like what? any rappers though. He he nah. doesn't like rappers at all. Like, oh. This is how he is. So like Drake, Drake just happens to be <laughs> there. But like for me, whenever I think of Drake, I always listen to like I, I started back listening to like nothing was the same. Mm-hmm. It's like it was just like it was one of those things where it's like I never like I heard started from the bottom. I was listening to that. And I was thinking about that like every day, like mm-hmm. almost as like a motivator. Because mm-hmm. I always think about like even though like I'm not at the bottom, like mm-hmm. I'm not exactly where I want to be. So I always think about like I'm like dang Drake. Drake was a child actor, and now he's, like, the biggest rapper, probably, like, of all time, let's be real, mm. but, like, I always think about, like, even with him, like, I know he had, like, I remember once I looked into his life story, where he was, like, a server at Applebee's, like, he was mm. doing all types of stuff, even though he's on Degrassi, he didn't make, like, any money, right, he did, so, yeah, so it's just, like, he always had to work and do his stuff, so I always think about that, like, with myself, where it's just, like, all right, right now, I'm doing this job I have, which is, it's not a bad job, but I'm looking at, like, what do I want to do in the future? Like, let me stay mm-hmm. focused. Let me stay hungry. Let me keep thinking about where I want to be. Yeah. And then most importantly, not give up. Like, what I was talking about last time, where apathy is a drug. Like, besides, like, working on the podcast last week, I haven't written anything this past week. So I'm trying to get back in my mindset of doing that and just staying focused. Because, like, sometimes, even with my job and stuff like that, like, it's hard to stay focused. Like it's easy to get disheartened about stuff because it's like sometimes I'm in my cubicle and I'm just like, what am I doing? Like, Mm. what am I doing? Am I getting close to where I need to be? And Mm. it kind of lines up with something different, which kind of goes back to my other artist. I think of who was the first person, which is Childish Gambino. Like I love Childish Gambino. I list him as much as I should. Mm-hmm. But like when I was a kid, like he would always get me through stuff because I'd always listen to like Firefly, mm-hmm. which is pretty much like it's it's super cool because like he dropped this album, and it wasn't like any other rap album. It was almost like an indie album where mm-hmm. he was rapping, but like his samples and everything were different. But it was kind of like the experience of being like a nerdy black dude, where it's kind of like like for like now it's starting to be where people are kind of accepting like nerdy black people. Mm-hmm. they're cool with it but at first it seemed like if you were nerdy and you're black like you were carlton bro like that's, <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of like how it was like everybody wanted to be will smith but nobody wanted to be carlton and it's kind of like even with him like he went and took like everything that made him a nerd and like that was like his superpower like now this dude does like star wars movies he has a show on fx like he's that dude bro everybody mm-hmm. loves him for it and like I always listen to his albums or I go back and I listen to stuff and I think about it where it's just like right now I know sometimes I'm nerdy mm-hmm. but like if I focus on my stuff and work on what I need to be I'm gonna be popping because like I believe in myself and I believe in like my vision not to sound mm-hmm. cocky and mm-hmm. I have like things I want to do so there's not gonna always be people that like understand you but that doesn't mean there's not there's nothing wrong with you you know what I'm saying it yeah. might just be the group of people you're around. Like even, I always think about that. Like at my job, sometimes I'll talk to people about stuff, and like it feels like they make fun of me for stuff. Like even mm-hmm. with like comic books. Like one day they were like, "Bro, you're such a nerd. Like why are you, why are you keeping up with like comic books? Like I wouldn't do that." 
but at the same time, I'm like, bro, like, <laughs> there's a billion dollar reason to keep up with some comic books. <laughs> like, yeah, because that stuff they, eventually, like, in in like years to come, like, when you have a physical comic book, like that stuff is actually going to sell, like, yeah. for hundreds to thousands of dollars. Exactly. So, especially like when you have a limited edition comic book, it's like you can sell that because somebody's going to buy it. Exactly. Like somebody's going to buy that, and I think it's kind of messed up. And I'm sorry to cut you off. I, I'm, I'm just mm-hmm. thinking like it's messed up that they are making fun of someone because they have an interest in literature. Because yeah. even though it's like a graphic novel, even though it's a comic book, it's still literature. You're still enjoying a story. Like, people enjoy stories. Like, there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. I just feel like sometimes, like, I have this thing, especially when it comes to comic books. I like how, like, they're popular and people mm-hmm. get to enjoy them. But sometimes I feel like people kind of, like, like, there's no other way to say it. They kind of, like, shit on, like, actual comic books. You know what I'm saying? Like, everybody loves superhero movies. Mm-hmm. But there's so many people where they're just like, bro, it's nerdy to read the comics. I'm like, but if there were no comics, bro, there wouldn't be this movie right, that you like. like. The comic like, is a source material. Yeah, they like had the, to use a comic in order to create the movie. Exactly. Like, that don't make sense. Yeah, yeah but think, there's a lot of people like that, though. I think people look at... I think people look at it that way because of that negative connotation behind it. Like, the negative yeah. stereotypes. Like, when I look back on what a nerd was considered growing up, was somebody who does, like, read comics, some like, comics, you know heavily mm-hmm. somebody who reads comics heavily somebody who watches this like anime somebody who likes um manga somebody who likes science things like that so it's yeah. like with those stereotypes those negative ideas about um those certain let's say like interests people are like oh you're a nerd you're this and that and it's like that doesn't make a person a nerd just because they yeah. like a comic book Shoot, I like I'm not a nerd nerd. I, I like a comic book. I love yeah. me some Spider-Man. Like, give me Spider-Man, I'll sit there and read. I know, I, it's, it's just, just weird. that's that's stupid. And I think it's really stupid, especially when you have grown adults trying to like basically talk about another grown adult reading a piece of literature. Because to me, I would look at it like, okay, he's just reading. Like, that person isn't a nerd, that person ain't lame, because he's just reading a piece of literature. Just like, I'm reading a piece of literature. There's nothing wrong with that. And then, at the same time, people have, like, there's nothing wrong with your interest. Like, I'm sorry, that that idea, the thing about what your coworkers is saying, that's so stupid to me. It's just weird. Like, I just feel like the older I get as an adult, it seems like so many people want to, like, pretend. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, not even just, like, the comic book stuff, but, like, sometimes, like, my hardest part of being at my job is mm-hmm. I just feel like, like, people are kind of, like, fake in the sense of, like, everything's about, like, making money, right? And I like making money, but it feels like you kind of have to, like, kind of kill a part of, like, who you are mm-hmm. to try to, like, be, like, this, like, token person. Like, especially, at, like, my team, like, people do, like, different things and stuff like that, mm-hmm. but, like, it's kind of, like, everybody kind of has to fit in, like, this mold almost. And, like and I'm glad that, that part. I'm weird. glad you um mentioned that because that actually was going to be something that I was going to um talk about when you had referred to your artists like Childish Gambino and Drake, because like you had just stated, you know, people want to like fit into this certain aspect and dynamic, and we even talked about this in the last episode with yeah. Drake. 
Childish Gambino and many other artists, one of the things that makes them so unique and so special is the fact that they stay true to themselves at the end of the day. Like throughout all the criticism, throughout all the different um, things people may say or whatever the case may be, they stay true to themselves. That's yeah. why it's like when people try to like fit, try to like push you into these categories, it's like, don't do that. Don't don't yeah. try to put me into this category. And then also, I tell people all the time, don't try to change yourself, like your core self, to try to appease the masses. Because at the end of the day, you're going to be, what's the word I want to use? Mm. You're going to be tired. You're going to be, yeah. you know, you're going to feel bad because it's like you're trying to make people who don't like you, like you. And it's like, stop wasting time trying to make somebody else like you and just be you and except the people that like you for who you actually are. Yeah, that's that's definitely, like, I always think about that, especially at, like, work and stuff. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's always, like, like, there's this idea where, like, people say we're a team, mm -hmm. but, like, in my opinion, I don't really feel like we're a team at all. Like, I don't, like, I know I got to do my job, and, like, I have my coworkers, and they have to help me out. But, mm -hmm. like, at the end of the day, I don't feel that way. So, like, it kind of goes back to the whole idea of, like, working on projects and stuff, is that, like, I could try really hard, and I do. I try hard at my job. But, mm -hmm. like, I could try, like, with the company culture and stuff like that and try to, like, dig in and do things like that. But mm -hmm. at the same point in time, like, for me, it's kind of, like, I honestly, I need to work on my own stuff. Like, I'm going to be there. I'm going to be a team player and do what I need to do. But at the same time, like, I need to put my time, like, my emotional effort and everything into, mm -hmm. like, my own stuff and figuring out, like, what do I actually want to do? Because I always look at it, like, I think, did I, ever have that, did I ever tell you about that? Where we had, like, this conversation where they were talking about, like, where you see yourself. And, like, we had my boss's boss was like, I did this. I did that. And I went here. And, like, sometimes you I hated being tell here. Me about that one. Yeah. Like, it, were, it was like we had, we had a meeting and people were trying to sell me, like, on this idea of, like, what, like, within it. Like, I'm walking around where I work because, you know, <laughs> don't want to make the block hot. But they were like the idea of like what what people go through to get to like where they want to be. And I've never I don't know mm -hmm. if you ever had something where somebody tries to tell you how good something is. And in the course of them explaining how good something is to you, you're just like, this is just not it. Like, yeah. <laughs> that is not that. That's what happened with me is like it just seemed like this person was trying to say, like, oh, I did this. And like this was, you know, I had to do this. But like this is like I'm where I'm at. This is great. And for me, yeah. I'm just like. I was like, bro, like, I need to go. This is not me. Like, I need to figure <laughs> this out. This yeah, that's that's how my manager was um, when I worked at Publix. <laughs> bro, this man pulled me into his office. He, he wanted to get to know me, right? Yeah. And so, you know, as he's getting to know me, I'm telling him, you know, things about me. He <laughs> starts to go on to this tangent about how I should, you know, strive to become a manager. Oh yeah, Publix. they always do that. They always I'm do. It. Think about myself, boy. You crazy? Like I am not gonna be here. I don't even want to be here right now. Like I don't want to be <laughs> yeah. talking to you. And it's just like, you know, he was he was basically saying like, uh, it's a good company. Uh, you yeah. know, you get benefits and things like that. And I'm thinking to myself, it's good for you. It's yeah. good for you and your journey and what you wanted. It ain't good for me because who's yeah. gonna be working in the store for the rest of their life? Not me. There's nothing wrong with that. If that if that's like what you like to do, it. but like if you inherently know, like, bro, this is not what I want to do. Right. It just 
people selling stuff on it, it kind of like it just it just does the reverse. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> like I have like I work with. Well, I'm trying not to give too many details. You know oh, what I'm saying? But you. like, like there's somebody I had some people that started out and like they're kind of on the fence of whether or not they want to like be where I'm at. Because basically they will, like, if they if they keep doing what they're going to do, they're eventually going to be at my job. And, like, even with them, like, I've talked to them, I've just been like, where do where do you see yourself? And, like, one of those people I was talking to, they they were like, I, I don't really see myself here because when I talked about my vision, they were like, you're just not going to be able to do that. You don't have time to do that if mm-hmm. you work here. And, like, I never heard anybody say that because, like, you know, sometimes I feel like you have to play your cards close to your chest. Like you can't, mm-hmm. you can't just tell everybody like what you want to do, who you're going to be. Cause mm-hmm. there's so many people that just want to shoot holes and like your kite, bro. Like they, yeah. they just, they just Brain do. Killers. Yeah. And there's, there's a lot of them, but like, once I heard that person say that, I was just like, I started thinking about myself. I was like, you know what? Like, that's, that's true. Like I, <laughs> I need to think about that. Cause mm-hmm. eventually there's going to be a time in which like, I keep working on this stuff and eventually we succeed. It's like, why? Like, I don't want to set myself up to where I'm dependent on other people too much, like monetarily. And mm-hmm. also like, honestly, like emotionally, like, cause like, especially at, especially at work, like we said before in another podcast, these people are not your friends. Like <laughs> don't ever get it confused. Like maybe there's some people you met at work that might be your friends, but like, yeah. I'm, I'm going on 99.9% of people are not your friend like really. at all. So you gotta if like, something, if something went down, you can't really like call oh, yeah. them to be like, Hey, you know, can you come help me out? Hey, you got me, you know, exactly. it's just like, they're there to work with you. Exactly. You're not there to like, you know, make a lifelong friend. Now, like you said, if you find somebody that, you know, you click with, you know, that y'all do become friends, like genuine friends. That's great. That's dandy. But yeah. I think people have to really just understand, like, these people that you work with are not your friends. Like, even me and you, yeah. like, we we had the same co-workers. And even yeah. with that, it's like, we know them people not our friends for real. Hell yeah. Like, 95% like, of those people fake. Like, what you mean? <laughs> yeah. And it's just like, we work together. We cool, but yeah. we're not friends. Like, you yeah. my, you know, partner them. But exactly, it, it's just... When it comes to like telling people about your dreams, you have to be very mindful that not everybody has your best interests and not everybody is going to see your vision the way that you see it. Now, yeah. you have to understand that there are dream killers and then there are people who are sharing wisdom with you. So a yeah. dream killer is like somebody who's who's just negatively like, you know, crapping on your dream. It's like, oh, I don't see yeah. that for you. I don't see you doing yeah. it. Or that's not going to work. Blase, blase. Like yeah, that's a hand syndrome. They yeah. Have hand syndrome. Yeah. Hand syndrome. H-A-N-S syndrome. Mm-hmm. Hand syndrome. Now, somebody who is <laughs> using wisdom and who's using like discernment expertise, they're going to tell you, they might say like, I don't think that might be the best route because of X, Y, and Z. And it, it, you can honestly feel like it's it's genuine. It's like yeah. genuine concern. It's like they're genuinely just like making sure that you don't go down the wrong path or do like the wrong thing. But you do have to be very mindful, like I said, about who it is that you share your dreams with. Because not everybody wants to see you succeed. Oh, yeah. I think mm-hmm. that, that's, that's like a big thing, too. Like, yeah. I never really understood it. 
until a little later on once I got older that there will be people mm. people who are supposedly in your corner who don't want to see you do well. Yeah, it's it's like a Marvin Gaye song, bro. They're smiling in your face, backstabbers. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Like, that's facts, because, like, there's so many people. Bro, I went to school with this kid. Mm. Like, his name is Chris. That's not you, though, Chris. Let's <laughs> 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 just, just, just say Chris, Chris, Chris I. It wasn't mm-hmm. I, though. It, it was it was Jay. But mm-hmm. I went to school with him. Bro, that dude hated everybody. Like, he would just hate everybody. And, like, but then, like, when he talked to him, he was cool. Mm-hmm. And then, like, I remember I used to hang out with him. He's like, bro, I hate such and such, bro. Like, such and such is so annoying. Like, not some joking stuff, but, like, this man, like, the the test, legit, felt, like, the fire in Plankton's eyes and SpongeBob, that was his soul. Like, I'm pretty sure. Oh, man, why? Why he's so hateful? Like, I don't know. I don't know what's going on with them. I don't know. Dad left him. Like, why, why are you so angry, dog? Like, why are you so full and, of and, like, negativity? Like, yeah, and it was just like I always think about that. Like when I deal with people, like I have coworkers to where like, like here's stuff I don't get, and sometimes like I'll see them like snap mm. and stuff, and then they try to like act like they're friendly, and I'm just like, bro, like, like as an adult, like I get like there's there's a lot of like people have like this whole like pretend stuff, but like for me, mm. I'm not on that. Like, do be who you are. Like stop stop trying to be like. There's a lot of people who think they're harlequins and can like hide themselves. But it's mm-hmm. like, bro, if you're a snake, you're a snake. I can see your tail. Like, that's <laughs> that's how you are. All right. So back back to our topics, though, because we went on a tangent. Mm-hmm. But that is some, like, valuable info, though, like, for real. Yeah. Like, people counting your dreams. Because I feel like, especially, like, if you have, like, a creative project and stuff like that, mm-hmm. you got to keep some stuff. Like, some people can know. But, like, if you have, like, that vision for how things are supposed to be, sometimes you got to, like, keep your vision to yourself. Like, you yeah. got to, like, mm-hmm. I was just going to use an example really quickly. Mm-hmm. I remember yeah. um, when I used to want to like do photography, right? Yeah. I used to want to, um, you know, take pictures of people and things like that, get paid for whatnot. Mm-hmm. And I was trying to promote myself so that way I could get more experience taking pictures of people. I did yeah. it through um, a group chat. I believe, I believe it was like BKSU um, during college. Oh, yeah. There were two people who were close to me at the time that mm-hmm. told me basically that my pictures weren't good enough to put out a promotion saying like, hey, you know, you can get some free pictures from me. I don't know how you can say that because it's free. Free is free. Like I just wanted to take more pictures so I could get more experience taking pictures yeah. with people so with that being said it was like how is it that that's that's when i really learned like you can't really Mm -hmm. you know share things with some people it's it's really sad but i was like how is it that two people that i consider like close friends were so quick to make a statement saying like your pictures aren't good i don't see y'all doing stuff i don't see y'all taking photos i don't see y'all doing anything and that's another thing too I, i think people have to really um take that into consideration when like somebody is like giving you feedback. Yeah. I say this, like if somebody is giving you negative feedback and they've never done what you're trying to do or they've never been where you're trying to go or they haven't done anything with themselves, don't listen to them because yeah. they're trying to tell you what to do and they don't have the credentials. That's true. You can't That's tell true. me what to do and you have done nothing to show for expertise, for wisdom. Yeah. So, you know, so, mm-hmm. 
I was just gonna say, so they need to shut up, <laughs> they need to be quiet, and they need to yeah. mind their business. Yeah. So go ahead, say say what you say. I was about to say, like sometimes, like especially when it comes to, for example, photography, like you gotta try and fail. That's that's why I think right. it's like the biggest hindrance to so many people these days mm-hmm. is that so many people think like everything has to be perfect like like you can you can keep working and improve stuff like i was just watching this interview with eddie murphy and i was thinking about like how like he tries and he fails like that man was consistent every day though and like that's the thing is like that's why he's eddie murphy like he's talented but like the man worked like worked and worked and worked but sometimes mm-hmm. i feel like if you fail or if stuff's just not popping off like as soon as people think it's supposed to, because everybody thinks everything's overnight, right? Overnight yeah. sensation, such and such and such. But like nothing's overnight. If it is, something's not right. It's not going to be around that long. But like, you got to try and you got to fail. Like, it's funny. I literally was talking about that at work. I was like, they were like, oh, I like how you're confident when you talk and like different things. Like you'll, you'll ask questions and do stuff. And like, mm-hmm. you're not afraid to ask questions. And I literally said, I was like, what is the point of me not asking questions so mm-hmm. i don't have an idea of like what i didn't say it just like that but it was like basically to the effect of like if i don't ask questions and i don't inquire about stuff and i try things i could waste all day doing something right. where i could just ask you or i could find some answers that's what i meant or just different things like that like i can try mm-hmm. and i fail if somebody asks me a question i give them an answer if it's not right people are scared yeah. to ask questions is because they're scared to let somebody else know that they don't know what's going on. They don't know what they're doing. Yeah. And it's like people, you, I don't know why people fail to realize that we don't always have the answer. And yeah. there's going to be somebody else who might have the answer that we're looking for or that we need. So we need to open our mouths and ask questions. Like my yeah. parents told me all the time when I was a kid, they said, if you have a question, ask. Raise your yeah. hand and ask. And even though I'm not going to go around raising my hand all the time, if I got a question, I'm, I will ask. Like, you know that. You know yeah. me. I'm, I'm going to ask some questions. Yeah, yeah that is <laughs> true. You would. I'm, investigator if I'm confused about something, or I'll, <laughs> if I want to know something, I'll be like, so what's that about? So yeah. <laughs> tell me, you know, what it, what's up? So yeah. it's like when that person was, you know, basically talking to you about why you uh, ask questions, it's like what you sh- probably should have responded with was well why don't you ask questions yeah why aren't you asking the questions that need to be asked that's true why are you worried about me doing something that's going to help benefit my understanding in terms of what's being you know discussed Mm -hmm. why why are you asking me why i'm asking questions why don't you ask some questions yeah i definitely i definitely see that i think a lot of people are like well to bring this back to like my job for example Mm -hmm. like I think a lot of people are embarrassed to not know things or like if they don't know things, people will embarrass them. But like for me, for example, I know that's not my forever home. Mm -hmm. So like, I don't need to let that embarrass me. You know what I'm saying? I don't need to like, I don't sit around and take that personally. Like if somebody tries to say something snarky, like if I have a question or whatever, I just let them be. Cause at the end of the day, I know like this is not always going to be where I'm at. I have something I want to do. So it's kind of like, mm-hmm. kind of like there's no point of sitting around and pretending. It's because at the end of the day, you're going to go home and you're going to think like, bro, why didn't I ever find out that answer? Or like, bro, why right. didn't I see if there's anything going on? Literally me and my ex-girlfriend. 
Mm-hmm. I always wanted to date her. It wasn't literally until I asked her, hey, you want to go get lunch? Like, really, let's hang out. If I never did, I definitely would have, I mean, <laughs> would have been an extra, extra sad pandemic mm-hmm. <laughs> just being by myself. Mm-hmm. So, but you, like, you took that chance of, you know, stepping up and asking a question, and then things moved forward from there. Yeah. Kind of like in your favor. Now, unfortunately, it didn't end in your favor, but the lesson still stands. Like, because you wanted to know something, because you wanted to, like, take that chance, because you wanted to ask that question, you did it, and it worked. And that's what happens sometimes. Many times, it's not going to happen in the way that we want things to happen. Like, when we, you know, take that risk. But Mm -hmm. it's better to take the risk than to sit and wonder like what if like what yeah. if you know i had asked the question what if i had you know spoke up what if i did x y and z it's like yeah. you can do that and i know sure. i promise i understand it's scary sometimes because no cat like even though i'm a confident person there are times where i'm nervous i'm like oh lord should i ask should i say this should i do this whatever the case may yeah. be but it's like i know that i don't want to live a life of regret so i do go out and i try yeah i'll think about that yeah. Well, I be feeling sometimes. I ain't gonna Yeah, feel. we all do. Yeah, yeah. I be embarrassed if I say, I'm like, no, not me. But I know, I know. Some people I can like, at least say I no. try. Some people, I some try. people have the extra no. Like, there's some those where it's just like, all right, you can leave. But there's some people that are like, I'm gonna come for your pride. Like, hell nah. Like, never. Yeah, do all that. Never. No, like, why'd you ask that question? Okay. Like, oh, bro, that happened to me last week. Actually, not, not on the yeah. hell nah. But like, a, why'd you ask that question? So I asked my boss's boss. A question, because I was I was trying to follow these numbers, right? Because this this it deals with numbers. That's what my job is. I'm not going to try to say too much, just in case people find out. I don't know exactly who I am. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's so why I, I asked her about this number, and she told me she literally verbatim said, "It's not your job to ask me questions. It's your job to give me answers." All right, we kind of went on a tangent. I'm gonna bring up like one more subject, then we got transition to like the big big topic. Okay. So another thing I've been thinking about, so I'm always talking, I'm always going to bring up audience. I'm going to bring up music. Cause like, mm-hmm. that's, that's always going to be the big one. I even bring up like another group I was thinking about, but movies, music, and then like real world stuff. So right now we're going to talk about movies. So you and I, we both seen parts of the justice league movie. Mm-hmm. That was pretty cool. But one thing I want to talk about, like is I think it kind of goes back to our idea of like the whole importance of having like your artistic vision and sticking with it. Mm-hmm. Is that like, let's be real, this Justice League movie is light years better than the one that came out. <laughs> now, mind y'all, we talk about the Zack Snyder cut. Yeah. Talk about that one, that yeah. version. Because the, the whatever other one, that was before Snyder, that's in the trash in the, in the past. Like, I, that, I, I worked with it. I worked with I'm, I like comic books. I'm just like maybe it was just sometimes they had comic books that just aren't that good. Like you still you still enjoy it because it's Superman, but it just doesn't hit. Like it's just right. not there. But right. this one, I I like how like and I think going forward there's gonna be a lot more of this. Mm-hmm. Is that people are gonna let people work on projects, but they're not gonna try to like there's always going to be budgets There's because there's, there's only so much money you can put at something and there's mm-hmm. only be so much time constraints. But I think people are going to be more open to having different, like different forms and different quality. Like when, when I start watching this movie, 
like I was looking at, like you haven't gotten there yet, but there's a part with Cyborg where they show him playing football. Mm-hmm. The color quality, just the color alone, the color quality in this thing is amazing. It's like if you took a still shot of this, you'd think it was a painting. Like they do such a good job. Yeah, they do such a good job. Like even the character development. We were talking last week about round characters. Everybody mm-hmm. feels like a round character in this movie. I could be wrong. It's like it's one of those things where it's just like they put in so much effort and so much detail under it. Mm-hmm. I, I appreciate it. I think it will stand up there for artistic merit. Because I think the first one had to come out for people to see, like, bro, like this is just this just didn't hit. It just did mm-hmm. not hit. Like I'm glad you made a movie. But it's just not there. Like even the Marvel movies, they they they're formulaic. I gotta be real. They're formulaic. Mm-hmm. I love them, but like at the same time, I'm kind of getting tired of them doing the same thing. Like nobody takes an L except for in um, what was that Infinity War or something like that? In game. Like Is that yeah, it? no, no, that was the one before that. Oh, I think there's the one before. I think it's like Infinity War, or something, something like that. I forget the title, mm-hmm. which is bad. But but like it. <sighs> It was just one of those things where nobody could take an L. Somebody was going to die in the movie, and then all of a sudden we got to like change. And like I get that's how conflicts are, but like it mm-hmm. just it just got to the point where it's like, Repetitive. it's like the yeah, predictable. Yeah, because I, in my opinion, I think I think movies like superhero movies are going to be the new cowboy movie, Christian. Mm-hmm. Like they they honestly they are like a lot of people aren't going to admit it, mm-hmm. but they are like. In the sense that, like, everybody nowadays has to do a superhero movie. Like, that. that's the way to get some money. It's like, bro, I got a superhero movie. People are like, bro, cut the check. It don't matter. It could be <laughs> Captain Underpants, which, I don't know. I think they made a movie? Yeah, they did. It, it didn't do well. Yeah, they did. Yeah, that movie was not good. Um, But, yeah, it's just, it, it, but I feel like going back to the thing in the thing, the through line with that and kind of like the Western idea is that the ones that stand out are the ones where they put like people say in cooking, you put your foot in it. This time, like they they went and they put the effort, extra effort in it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. How how do you feel? You only watched, I think, eighteen minutes. I gotta put you on. Okay, the you're not gonna just throw me under the bus. <laughs> I day, like that movie's long, y'all. That movie is, it is. a long yeah. movie. It, it's it's four plus hours long. Like it's, yeah. it's long. So excuse I fell asleep me. And it still was playing. That's how yeah. Movie's long. But, but to answer your question, um. This is this how I look at it. Um, mm-hmm. This is how I'm looking at it right now in reverence to like what we've been discussing thus far. Yeah. The first movie that came out, correct me if I'm wrong, mm-hmm. it was pushed out because they were trying to, let's say, let's say like compete with Marvel yeah. and their like um, cinematic yeah. universe. Exactly. And so yeah. it was like, it was like a quick, you know, edit. It was like, boom, boom, here you go. Have something to watch. So that way, you know, we can compete with Marvel. Now, mind you, Marvel been doing this cinematic universe thing for like years. In yeah. like the early yeah. 2010s, I believe. So. Oh, uh, nine. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, around oh, that time. Yeah, so right, they, they've been doing this for years. So they yeah. are ahead of the game. Like 10. So it's 10. like, if they're ahead of the game and you guys are trying to like get in the game, you yeah. can't just put anything out there that's well, just like mm-hmm. have you know done. Yeah. So with that being said, once the Snyder Cut came out and it was like the complete vision, the actual thing that you know he wanted for this movie to you know feel like and to actually um, what is it portray? Everybody was like, "Oh yeah, this is it. This 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 right here. This is what should have been." 
you know, the first movie, the original film. Yeah. And with that being said, it's like a lot of times people try to rush someone's process. And because, and sometimes it's that individual themselves where they try to rush the process. And by rushing the process, you don't get the best quality that you could have gotten if you took the time to actually flesh out the entire um, plan. Because the first movie, the original one, the original Justice League, uh, I wanted my money back after I saw that. I I wanted to go to the counter and be like, can y'all refund me? Because I don't know what that was. I don't know who put that out and them trailers lied because that was <laughs> not it. That was not what needs to be gave. But when Snyder Cut came out, like Levi said earlier, I watched the first 18 minutes and it's good. Like it's captivating. It's got, it's grabbed my attention already. And I'm like, Ooh, you know, where's this going? And with the reviews it's like, you know, it's incredible. It's, it's doing what it needs to be done. And yeah. The thing is, people really have to take time on the things that they do. You have to take time with the um, projects that you're working on. Like when it comes to a business idea or when it comes to like, um, let's say a certain uh, hobby or when it comes to just something uh, that requires like your creativity, it's a process. Like you can't rush that Mm -hmm. process because if you rush it, you're going to miss the finer details. And then yeah. you're going to showcase something that's probably sloppy. That's probably like, you know, just run of the mill, just basic. And people, you know, people are going to talk about that product. They're going to be like, what is this? What? Especially <laughs> me. I'm, I'm, if you give me a product that's run of the mill, that's basic, that's just like, you know, done last second. I'm like, now what is this crap? Yeah. You could have put more time and energy into this to make it better so yeah. with the um justice league film i'm glad that they were able to release the snyder cut version so that way they could redeem the characters and the story itself yeah what well, people sometimes i feel like like for example remember i i think well you're older than me but remember when like netflix started making movies and mm-hmm. like occasionally they'd have a good one but a lot of them like if it's 20 movies Two, two hit, if that. Mm-hmm. Other 18, garbage. Like, <laughs> and I, 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 get, I get it's going to be like that for movies and stuff, but mm-hmm. I don't think the problem is nowadays is, like, there's so many people forget that, like, even with the Marvel Universe, they had all this stuff bet, betting on, like, Iron Man. Mm-hmm. Um, if Iron Man hadn't delivered, mm-hmm. there wouldn't be this whole thing. So they had put all their effort. Every next movie they did, they worked on having a system and that process down, like what you said, having that creative process. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I feel like not every movie is going to be a hit, right? Not every movie is going to be an Oscar winning thing. That's the thing. Mm-hmm. Everybody thinks nowadays everybody's going to get an Oscar. Everybody's going to get a Grammy, but you got to trust the process. You can't rush things. And then on top of that, like try to enjoy, like, I feel like, especially the film and other stuff like that. I'm not going to try to tell people what to do. I've Mm. started branching out and trying to enjoy like the art of things because nowadays how like films are put out and different stuff like that. I I was a big movie person. Christian can attest to this. I used to go to movie theaters in a summer. I'd go to like 10 on my own 10. 
when it, when we were working at the gym, sometimes I used to go like three times a week, bro. Like Damn, three times a week. Like, I don't even remember that many. That was good. Go see. I would watch everything because it's it's like movies are art. Even though sometimes we forget about it because it's, it's it's this thing where it's like everybody can relate to one. Mm-hmm. The way to like even when it comes to making art is that mm-hmm. you gotta appreciate good art. Like there's there's some stuff that's really commercial. That's mm-hmm. there's nothing wrong with that. Like I'm not gonna be like an art snob. That's kind of like the bad part about Rotten Tomatoes is sometimes they're really like art house films, art house films. But mm-hmm. like you gotta have a balance. Like it's kind of like the highs and the lows. You, there's some stuff where it's tried and true, but it's good. Like it's solid. Like even with the superhero movies. They do put effort in it. Like, they really do. Like, there's different ones that have different things. Even, like, let's get, look at the last Star Wars movies that came out. Every Star Wars movie was different that came out in the last one. Like, Rogue One came out. I love it so much because they let everybody die. Like, <laughs> it seemed like, like they weren't afraid to just I'm be like, sorry, oh, they the got to go. Describe that. I love that movie. Everyone died. Like <laughs> I'm not to say this, but like, like yeah, they did. Like what? What you like? But Star Wars, people forget the war part of it. Like, mm. ain't nobody thought everybody's gonna make it. If if everybody made it in wars, who knows? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm. especially Star Wars. Like, and that that was the thing about it was that like it kind of brought some humanity to the idea. Because like we all see the credits in the beginning of the movies. That's literally where the idea came from, Christian. Was if you mm-hmm. watch the first movie where they talk about these spies stole the thing, gave it to Princess Leia, that's literally what created the plot of that of Rogue One. That's what it wow. is. So it's kind of like it's like taking these small details and making a whole world out of it, but mm-hmm. doing something different. And like I could talk about this for a long time, but let's bring it back to DC and Justice League. Mm-hmm. DC, in my opinion, they a lot of their movies are slept on. Like, let's be real. Um, Batman, the Batman trilogy is almost like, bro, it's unfuckable, bro. Like, you can't, like, the for what they are, even though they were set back like ten years ago, almost, mm-hmm. they're still solid. Like, mm-hmm. the writing is solid. The morality part is solid. Like, all those characters exist. Like, even with Batman, like, Batman is a round character. Like, he's not. He has his arc. All three movies work. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. they work. Even the special effects and everything, it works. Like, it's it's high quality. It almost feels like a fine watch that's really precise. Mm-hmm. Like, and sometimes I feel like these superhero movies, they're not going to be to that same part. We're, we're really good at, like, let's do with society. We're really focused on the now, but we forget the things that got us to the now. Mm-hmm. Like, with a lot of these superhero movies, people forget like, bro, after Spider-Man, I would say, dude, after, oh, what was it? Was it Spider-Man 3? Either that or, like, X-Men. Oh, yeah, all those X-Men movies in the past besides, like, the first one were trash, though. Let's be real. They, they were pretty bad. Um, But, like, a lot of these things, bro, they were not hitting. People didn't want to see superhero movies. Like, mm-hmm. they did not hit. And so they had to re- reinvent themselves, and that's when things got good. So even with this part right here, if we kind of all get in the same mold, it's yeah. not going to hit the same. People are going to get tired of seeing the same thing. Right. So with DC, I think their greatest superpower, to sound like a nerd here, is that they can do things differently. All right. They're the underdogs here. Marvel, everybody knows Marvel. They know what it is. But we don't know how 
a DC movie supposed to be? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. We don't know. Like, that movie bombing was for the best, because if it took off and everybody liked it, it would just get formulaic. But think about, like, Shazam. Shazam was pretty good, but mm-hmm. it was different. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It was different, like, super different. Um, Aquaman, I liked it. A lot of people didn't like it, but let's think about the special effects underneath the water and stuff like that. How many movies actually get that feel right where people don't just feel dense mm-hmm. like the emotions and everything and it, it honestly in my opinion it felt like I was in a comic book like it really felt like I was in a comic book and I was I was there versus some of these other movies they just feel like it's real life and it just happens to be comic book characters so what I'm trying to say is to summarize it is that DC their superpowers they can be different they can try different things like I know, did you ever sit down and watch all of Watchmen, the TV show? Mm-mm. Bro, you gotta watch it. It's amazing. There's no other show like it on TV. There's nothing like it. I tried, but I was so confused the first episode. I was like, why they got all these different masks? What's going on? But you get, just go back and watch it. If you watch it, it explains itself. It's one of those things where it's like, it's confusing. Because it, go, it goes back to Watchmen. So, remember when you're talking about literature? Mm-hmm. The Watchmen comic book is one of literally Time Magazine's 100 greatest novels of the last century because it's one of those things. It's literally a masterwork. There's so many other comic books that can't touch it because they Mm -hmm. literally sat down and wrote. They took this guy that wrote screenplays and books and stuff Mm -hmm. and teamed up. This is now they do it now because it's it's this this book I'm telling you about is like the archetype. So everybody else follows it. But before they didn't have people that really wrote scripts and really wrote like movies and stuff team up and do things so these two guys team up and they put in time like effort in like they they're they're losing their minds because they're putting in so much effort into this thing so they created the one of the best comic books of all time like it's amazing and so Watchmen the tv show there was no sequel to Watchmen now there is but there there wasn't before and so Watchmen the tv show has to take that mantle and go forward with it so if you ever read Watchmen, it's dense, it's thick, it's sometimes it gets a little boring, but it's it's really philosophical about like the whole idea of Watchmen is like who is responsible, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like if you have people that oh, and actually this idea hits home right now, it kind of deals with the police and different things like that. Mm-hmm. Who holds people accountable in power? And do the people in power mm-hmm. in their perspective and in their mind's eye, their ideas do they actually deserve to have that power? Because in Watchmen, all the superheroes are super flawed, Christian. Like the boys, that TV show that's out now, yeah. it, they really just copied Watchmen. Because Watchmen, all those comic books are, all those heroes are flawed. Like Mr. Manhattan is literally a nuclear bomb in the shape mm-hmm. of a person. So he's like done all types of stuff. He went to Vietnam, was cooking people, doing crazy stuff, like in the name of the U.S. government. There's this yeah. other guy, the comedian. He's not funny. He's like a sadist. He's just a sadist with guns. But he was a superhero. So it kind of takes that those ideas into it. But mm-hmm. I bring this all up, especially in DC, which is that they can go and do things other people can't. They just got to stay true to themselves. By them trying yeah. to be like Marvel, that's where they fail. Because you're not them. Marvel has copied DC a bunch. Like, pretty much everything. Like, Iron Man is really a copy of, like, Batman. Like, a lot of a lot of different things Marvel's copied off of. 
And the thing with DC is that DC was willing to go with like with grittier plots. Marvel started it, but they would go in depth for character runs, different things mm-hmm. like that. And so when it goes back to these movies, that's where they'll succeed is they can't just keep doing the same thing. Come up with a different idea and let other people shine. Like even their TV shows, Black mm-hmm. Lightning is doing great. He's the first like black superhero to have a show that's continuous. Let's be real. And people like that show. Yeah. It's going out on top. Um, Legends of Tomorrow, a lot of other things, but you can't, sometimes you can't just stick with the same mold because if you stick with the same mold, you're always going to get what you get and you're not going to be different and people are going to get tired of watching the same old yeah. shit. That's how it, it is. is. It becomes predictable. And I'm going to make this last um, point in regards mm-hmm. to like the DC, the DC stuff. Mm-hmm. It's like, DC has to understand they're in their own lane when it comes to their stories. Same thing as like Marvel. Like, and this also relates to like just people in general. You're in your own lane, that person's in their lane. Stop trying to catch up to somebody else because you think that's how you're supposed to be. That's where you're supposed to be. Like, no, 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 no. This is your story. These are your characters. These are your circumstances, your situations. Play along and focus on that. Stop focusing on what the next person doing and trying to play catch up because you ain't going to catch up. And if you try to, you're going to look foolish because you're wasting all your time, energy, and resources to try to be somewhere that somebody else is already surpassed. So going back to like what I said earlier, where DC put out the Justice League, the first version, Marvel already had, like, all his characters. They already had, like, tons of, like, team-up um, movies and things like that. And they were light years ahead. But because yeah. DC was trying to catch up, they put out crap. And they got crap reviews. Now that DC was like, you know what, we're going to put out quality, they put out something of good quality, they got good quality reviews. So that just means, that just goes to the show, you take your time, you do what you got to do, you put out good quality, you'll get good reviews. And even if you don't get good reviews and you put in a lot of time and work, at least you did something that you're proud of. Yeah, So yeah, that's true. Moving um towards the big topic that we have today, Levi wanted to discuss the um situation with the young man who attacked the Asian, what was it, the, the salons? Am I, am it was I- a spa. It was three different spas. And it happened last week, I think probably getting the day wrong i'm thinking last when was it either it was last it was it was midweek midweek last week it happened um i found that it was important to bring it up because as a person of color Mm. i can relate to what happened with these people which is that Mm. somebody came up with an excuse as to why their violence was justified even though this person they're not god bro like you're not like you're not that like you can't do this to people like i think that's the hardest thing nowadays is that there's a lot of people that want to do things without consequences Mm. and this man murdered eight people and then just just not even putting in like the race factor but like emotional intelligence i i myself struggle with emotional intelligence that's Mm. how i am but common sense says you don't try to explain away a mass shooting by saying this person had a bad day like we all have bad days, but we're not out here strapped up with. Now I ain't gonna. I'm not rappers. trying to make a joke out of this because mm-hmm. this is a serious situation. Mm-hmm. But 
I've been there, not where he was, but I've been there where um I might have had a bad day, and if somebody like came at me, let's say like in a way that I didn't favor, I probably would have snapped, and I would have like maybe retaliated. Let's say like I would have been like, man, shut up or something like that. Yeah. But yeah. with this guy, he had I don't know what like somebody like bumped into him i don't know what happened on his bad day but yeah. that does not give him any sort wow. of justification or reason to go and take that frustration out on a certain group yeah. a certain minority group like okay you had a bad day we all have bad days and we're going to continuously have bad days throughout our life like that's part of life you have yeah. good days you have bad days but you don't let the bad day dictate how you treat other people yeah. so to go and like kill people eight eight people eight people at that it's eight like people. okay Three dog, different there's spots, something bro. even deeper going yeah. on inside of you to make you want to do something like that whether yeah. it was racially motivated or what i don't know but it's something deeper and my thing is i, I think i saw like there were some people who were trying to show, what was it, sympathy towards a young man? And it's like, yeah, I'm, no, sorry. I, no, I'm sorry. I'm no. sorry. Y'all might hate me. No. If you're listening to what I'm about to say, you might hate me. I don't give a damn. I do not have sympathy for murderers. Yeah. When, when yeah. I say murderers, I mean, like, people who kill people in cold blood. Like, it's just, I don't like you, or you are of a certain group that i just don't agree with so i'm gonna kill you like no i don't have sympathy yeah. for you you can't justify killing somebody because you just don't like them or what they represent or how they look like no nah. yeah but you know that's the tried and true thing that people say like excuse me i was talking to um my coworker, mm -hmm. my coworker. i'm not gonna bring up this person's name because you know but i was talking to her the other day and i just feel like it's just one of these things where in America, there's people that get so many second chances. White people. Let's yeah, call I, it what it is. Yeah, it's true. What it is. A lot people. of people get, you get second chances on, oh, well, this person beat up these people because, you know, they, they, they felt threatened by a blah. But everybody else doesn't get second chances. No. Nope. When I go down the street, if I'm speeding, like, I mean, that's, that's on me. But if, if an officer thinks that I'm shifty, I can get shot, and they just blame it on being afraid. Mm -hmm. With this guy, even with the whole situation of these parlors, like, even with me, a person of my of my ethnicity, if I looked anywhere close to that man, they would not serve me, which is which is terrible. But at the same time, some people get excuses, like as to how people are. And I don't think people should, well, based off of looks or whatever. But mm -hmm. this thing is like we have a giant systemic problem here in our country, which is you know, a lot of people are going to get mad at me or whatever, but we have a problem with guns. And I know there's a lot of people that have guns where you would never do this and you're safe in like, you might be a conservative person. I don't agree with conservative, but I get what you're saying. This is you, this is what you do and you're safe and you're illegal. Sit, you do different things. And you know what I'm trying to say here. You follow the law. I respect you for that. But not everybody needs guns, bro. Like, and I get there's the whole like thing of like a good person with a gun could have stopped this. Honestly, let's go back to cowboy movies, for example. We're not all going to be quick on the draw. Mm -hmm. We're not. 
So let's just take certain things out of this situation. And most importantly, people need consequences. People need real consequences. These people yeah. go and shoot up people. And it's been multiple times, like not even just with people of color. Think about, let's go back. We were talking about Batman, the second Batman movie of the whole Christopher Nolan trilogy had a dark premiere had a dark thing happen where this man said he wanted to be the Jeff and he wouldn't shot up people just enjoying a movie he wouldn't shot up a whole theater of people and you know what happened to this dude like yeah. I get the death penalty is hard like it's not the nicest thing in the world but this man gets to live the rest of his life in jail but he has no bills no taxes no commitment to nobody else and basically he just has time to think to himself and there's no ramifications these people have no real ramifications. There needs to be real accountability on things. There needs to be there. Because if we don't have accountability, things just keep happening. And it just seems like what Columbine back in the 90s was crazy, right? Mm-hmm. But nowadays, it seems like there's a new one every year. And that's crazy, man. Every year. And we just don't learn from it. So I'm bringing this back to the whole thing when it comes to the Asian community is that, let's be real, Asian people, a lot of people, immigrants just in general, they have to work so hard just to have an inch. It's hard to succeed. Like, even if you start doing that, that's a thing to where you have a nice car, people will hate on you, bro. Like, if you have nice things, people will hate on you. And it's especially with the Asian community right now, is that we had a president, he put out a lot of negativity out there towards that community. But we also are forgetting Look at the past hundred years. There's the Chinese Exclusion Act. Um, even in TV shows I've seen, like I watched a show called Warrior, and it's about Chinese gangsters. But there's a lot of Asian people who just got butchered just for being Asian mm-hmm. by people who were here that were Irish or different groups of white people because they felt economically challenged by them. And, and this cycle keeps repeating itself. And the thing that, that that's the most disturbing part about this is that I feel like people aren't going to learn you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. and i don't think i don't think it's people's fault because a lot of this stuff is so disturbing it's just like i just want this negativity to go away you know what i'm saying people don't want to hear about this but i but, think with mm-hmm. with that statement that you just said where it's like a lot of negativity people don't want to hear about it i think at that point you're showing your privilege because exactly. you're you're saying i don't want to hear about it because it doesn't relate to me or it's just something i don't want to think about and it's like you don't live in it so Uh of course you don't think about it because i know even as like a minority myself when it comes like certain um issues or certain like you know things that need to be discussed certain topics that need to be discussed and i'm discussing it with like somebody who isn't of my minority group a lot of times it makes them uncomfortable Because they have to come to the realization that there's things outside of their norm that's happening to other groups. And sometimes they are participating, even if it's like they don't know that they're participating in it, it, they're participating in certain behaviors and acts. And so when somebody says, I don't want to hear about that, it's like you need to hear about it. I'm yeah. sorry that you want to live in La La Land, you know, with some fairies and unicorns. We don't live in that world. 
Yeah. We don't. We live in a very dangerous world, unfortunately. A world yeah. that spews a lot of hateful imagery and hateful speech. And it's like, you have to be aware of what's surrounding you. You have to know what's going on. And so with the um, young man himself, he's a prime example of just like hate because what he did, that was a hateful act. That was a hate crime. It was just like, there was no justification for going and killing eight people. Like, Mm -hmm. no, I'm, I'm, if I'm mad earlier today, um, I'll give you a perfect example. Earlier today, I was at a restaurant, right? And they didn't bring my food out on time. You know, I wasn't mad, man, but let's say I was mad, right? What what am I about to do? Go murder some people in a restaurant? Like, y'all ain't getting my mashed potatoes, so y'all gonna die. Like, no, I'm not gonna do that. Like, stuff happens, and you have to, you know, keep a peace of mind. You have to, like, calm yourself down, and sometimes you have to take a breather. So yeah. for a person to go and do something malicious, such as this young man, is like that. That is, there's more to him and his story than what has been showcased. If a person in a society is marginalized, don't think this thing that's happening to them won't happen to you. That's the thing. When everybody is not equal, the society is not equal. And it'll come for you. All are accountable to each other. Mm -hmm. I myself struggle sometimes because I can be a selfish person, but I had to keep this in mind. We all are accountable. Every single person has an interaction that can either help somebody or negatively impact somebody. And this situation that happened here, I, I think it's one of those things where it brought attention to something that we forget. Us African-Americans, we think about our struggles, but at the same point in time, we have to think about everybody's struggles. Well, now that you mentioned that, I do have kind of like a question in regards to that. Because I saw this on social media. Mm -hmm. And basically, um, this young man was just sharing his thoughts and how African-Americans, when anything ever happens to, let's say, like another group of people, we're quick to support, right? Mm-hmm. we're quick to support we're quick to you know share um our concern whatever the case may be but when things happen to our group yep. that same support isn't always showcased and he was speaking specifically with the asian community Pardon. my my thought or more so kind of like a question that i have mm-hmm. for you maybe is like how do you feel about that how do you feel about African-Americans and their relationship with the Asian community itself in terms of like support? I think the biggest thing that impacts people, especially mm-hmm. when it comes to this, and it's that there's, there's cool people everywhere, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But there's still, and this in a lot of communities, there's still apprehension towards African-Americans mm-hmm. where a lot of people like, I think about New York City, right? New York City is supposed to be this like diverse part where it's so diverse and it's a melting pot. But in reality, it's more like oil and vinegar mm-hmm. where it's segregated. There's so many other spots, Christian, where there's all these different neighborhoods where they just stick in their own little pockets. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, is it's kind of like that too, where like people, 
when it comes to African Americans, a lot of times people think about their own things, right? Mm-hmm. Even when it comes to people who are immigrants or stuff like that. And the biggest thing we have to think about is history for everybody. Mm-hmm. Is that don't stop supporting people. Don't stop doing that. If that's how you are, feel that way. Because, you know, that one person that might not support you, might not speak up for you, that's not everybody. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's not. Don't lose your faith in humanity on people. Because there are going to be people who are going to fail. And there are going to be people who don't think about you. Mm-hmm. But don't ever, don't ever forget who you are. Because if that's the person you are and that's who you are, stick to your guns. Because at the end of the day, you're going to benefit. Because you're a good person. And don't forget and don't stop being an ally to people. Because the people that might not accept what you're doing right now, those mm-hmm. people don't matter, but there's lots of people who accept and appreciate you for who you are. You might not meet those people right now, but they do. And don't ever stop being true to yourself because the moment you switch up, there's going to be something that proves to you that it was not worth changing for, unless it's a positive change. So that's all I got to say on that. How do you feel, Christian? <clears throat> I see what he was saying because of the history with African-Americans and the Asian community, especially when it comes to like African-American dollars. Asians, you know, a lot of them benefit because, you know, they're, they're the ones selling the hair. They're the ones who are doing the nails. They're the ones who have like these different shops within the black community. But rarely do I hear them supporting the black community. So I understood what he was saying, but I look at it like this as well. Just because that community has a history of showing little to no support towards our own community does not necessarily mean that we should just not help them or support them. Because it's like, like I said before in um, the last episode, I believe in God, right? And so with God, he always says, love thy neighbor as you would love yourself. I don't know if that's a verbatim scripture, but don't don't call me. But that's that's about him. That's that's it's pretty much that's pretty much that's I'm not religious, but what he's yeah. saying like <laughs> you know, love the people around you as you love yourself. So if you want people to support you, you want people to like um pour into you, pour into other people. So that being said, I would still support you know, that that hashtag, like, stop Asian hate, I would still support making sure people understand what's taking place with this whole situation. I would still support making sure that their voices are heard. Because I know for my community, I've always wanted support when it came to our issues and our voices and the things that's going on. So if I want that for my community from others, I have to also reciprocate that, that same energy that I require. And so even though there's truth to what that statement said from that young individual, I'm not going to stop supporting somebody else because I don't see the support on the same level that we've given to them. I hope we was able to follow that. And one thing that I've always told myself is I will not sit nowhere and watch somebody be done wrong i'm sorry i just can't like i I wasn't brought up that way i was not 
you know, made to watch people be treated wrong and not speak up on it or speak up against it. Hey there, listeners. It's me, your host, WJ, or Levi, and I appreciate you coming and joining us for this first episode. So Christian and I, or King Chris as he likes to be called, are teaming up and we're making new episodes. So we plan on dropping them every weekend. It's either going to be Friday or Saturday, and it's always going to be before 5 p.m. the next day. And then most importantly, uh, we want interaction between us and our listeners. So if you have any ideas for topics you'd like us to cover or potential areas in which you think, like pop culture-wise, maybe we should investigate, shoot us an email. at um, Well, my email is levi.w.olibber at now. I shouldn't give you that shit. I'm going to stop recording.